Chiamaka, thank you so much for that very kind introduction. Now I've heard the new rule that whenever you hear music, you have to dance. Thank heavens you don't have to sing. So count yourself lucky that you didn't hear me break into song. And thank you to both our elders, including uh, Elder Patrick, who wasn't able to be with us, but also to uh, uh, Dr. Chris for starting us off in a good way and in a spirit of pride and hope. It is wonderful to be here with so many dignitaries. And I must say, um, I, I would question, though, having the politicians speak after the inspirational speakers. <laughs> because I think you guys, are, we know who you're all here you're, to hear. You're here for West Hall. I didn't realize that they made monoloblonics for men, though. Did you see the <laughs> bottom of his shoe? And, of course, Arlene Dickinson. So nice to see you here as well. As well as uh, Mayor Jody Gondek, who you'll hear from a little bit later. Um, and um, other leaders of the, of the black community, Dahabo and Keti. Um, I know that um, the leader of the official opposition was here a little bit earlier as well. And I'm sad that we do not have my deputy premier in the legislature anymore, Casey Madu, but we do have a representation from the black community with Rhiannon Hoyle, who sits across the aisle. And I'm looking forward to, to getting to know her. You should be very proud of that. And to everyone at the Black North Initiative, welcome to Alberta. I did have to, to ask Dr. Chica why, why it was called Black North, because I tend to think of this part of our province as being south. <laughs> but, so he was able to tell me that this is an initiative that is cross-Canada. I'm just so pleased that you're opening up the Alberta chapter and that Dr. Chica is leading it. I think that that is a, a wonderful choice for you. Uh, and I appreciate the dedication that you have to combating systemic racism that has harmed black people for generations and still does today. I should tell you that my uh, understanding after after George, George Floyd of, of, of the issue of systemic racism came from, from Casey Madu. I, I interviewed him because I was on radio at the time. And I asked him about his experience of coming to Canada. And he said that he came as Kalichi Madu from Nigeria and applying for jobs as Kalichi Madu. He got no responses to his inquiries. And then when he changed his name to Casey Madu, all of a sudden he ended up seeing his career take off. And that shouldn't happen. Uh, you shouldn't have to change your last name to Smith as my great-grandfather did, in order to succeed in this province. This is a province that welcomes people from all over the world. We have great pride in that, including one of our original black founders, John Ware, who's caused so much inspiration, I think, to the black community in Alberta, and so much uh, inspiration, I think, when he passed on. Uh, people came from all over to celebrate his life. And so that is the beautiful spirit of Alberta that we want to continue. You have a record of empowering. Yeah, thank you. But you have a record of empowering uh, partners across the country with tools to and resources to enhance diversity, inclusion, and belonging. And I'm confident that uh, you will do the same here. In Al Alberta's government, I can assure you, you have an ally. Our goal is to build a truly inclusive province. And that means making Alberta a place where people of all backgrounds are respected and valued for who they are, not for how they look. And it means genuine equality of opportunity and space for everyone to live in safety, get the training that they need to realize their dreams, and rise as high as their own efforts are going to carry them, all without worrying <clears throat> about being judged with the color of their skin or facing hate as they go about their day. I, uh, I have a couple of examples of how I think I can show some, some leadership in this. Alberta's government is in moving fast to ensure that people see positive changes in their own lives. And I want to talk to you first uh, aspirationally <clears throat> about what we have done so, uh, to, to begin with. 
I've been in the position for about nine months. And as I mentioned, Casey Madu was a great advisor to me and will continue to be. Uh, but I've made him my deputy premier. First time that has happened in, in Canada to have a deputy premier in that role. And it was important because he was then able to advise me on every single piece of legislation we brought through, through a lens of, of whether it would have an impact on your community. We also have our, a deputy minister, Ako Afadaiki, who heads up our uh, immigration and multiculturalism. Uh, department so that we can make sure that we're developing streams for newcomers to come to this country to be able to have aspirationally any career path open to them and make sure that their foreign credentials are recognized here so that they can work in the field that they have been trained in. We also have Bruce McAllister who's here with me this evening. He is the head of my premier's office in southern Alberta and I asked him to make sure he hired a very diverse team in his office because we're in charge of appointments out of that office. And we've made 70 appointments of members from the black community into our various agencies, boards, and commissions with, with the, the leadership that he has shown. I also make sure that it's a whole-of-government approach, that we uh, ensure that we've got staff in key positions, including my own press secretary, who uh, comes from the black community as well, so that we make sure that we are constantly uh, promoting and acting as an ally and friend and mentor to those in your community. And we also had two Black History Month celebrations with the, with the uh, help of, uh, of uh, many people in your, in, uh, many folks in your community, where I did make the commitment, of course, that we were going to have a Black Advisory Committee to the Premier, and we are going to, I've just reminded Bruce of that commitment now that we are back in the office, and I look forward to getting your recommendations so that we can identify issues that we need to be able to solve year-round, and not just during Black History Month, but Black History Month is such a wonderful celebration that I want to be able to make sure that we do that well. And I've also taken over trade offices and Invest Alberta, in keeping what Wes had, uh, had said, I found it interesting that our, our presence internationally, in the international community, we have two offices that are supposed to represent Europe, the Middle East, and Africa, and one is in the UK, and one of them is in Dusseldorf. So I'm going to be asking my team to see what is the better gateway to get into Africa so that we can start making sure that we cultivate the uh, the talent and the streams to be able to arrive here. So those are the things that, that we are doing, and we're going to continue that work through immigration and multiculturalism as well. But I can tell you, I know that there's a lot of work to do on the issue of addressing issues of systemic racism. I don't want to underplay that. I think that there's both sides. We can be aspirational in promoting, but we do also have to address some of the dark side as well. And I can tell you what we've done there. We organized anti-racism engagement sessions across the province, holding round tables and providing grants to 59 community organizations to learn what ethnocultural groups experience. We set up an anti-racism advisory council to provide us with guidance on how best we can move forward. We created Alberta's first anti-racism action plan, which was guided by the council's recommendation. And this plan outlines our steps that our government can take to promote inclusion and address discrimination in all its forms and strengthen diversity and multiculturalism. And this spring, we also created the Premier's Council on Multiculturalism, which will give me advice on making Alberta a more welcoming place. I should mention, I've got two very strong women who are at the helm of that, uh, Sanita Anand, but also Dr. Philomena Okeke Ahijerika. And uh, she also is a representative from your community. I'm looking forward to seeing what this new council will offer. They had their initial meeting in mid-July, and I'm looking forward to seeing how it evolves, as including identifying any work that the, uh, the council needs for us to be able to address these issues. And I'm pleased to recommit, as I mentioned, to standing up the uh, Premier's Black uh, Advisory Council to provide recommendations 
recommendations and, advi and sp advice specific to Alberta's black community. I'm also pleased to say that our government has awarded 130 grants, totaling more than $3.6 million, all to community and grassroots campaigns that promote cross-cultural understanding and diversity, which also stem from recommendations that we receive. I should mention there was also uh, an initiative that we had when we were recovering from COVID and knew that there were a lot of struggling communities needing food bank support. I went and saw that uh, the South Sudanese uh, group had opened up a food bank so that there was culturally appropriate food available at, uh, at their food bank. And those are the kind of initiatives that we want to keep supporting. We're also focused on ensuring that every Alberta, Albertan feels safe and that frontline police officers have an important duty in this. Their positive presence and involvement through communities is critical. As they said, a strong example of public service recognizing the incredible and important work that our frontline law enforcement does, it is important that they are also held to a high standard when it comes to policing. And that's why we improve the ways that police operate. We've focused on strong partnerships with police services throughout the province, and that has been allowing us to work closely with them to make positive and needed changes. And that includes legislation that was pioneered by Casey Madu when he was Justice Minister that bans carding and also provides forces with diversity training. And plus reforms to the Police Act to establish independent civilian oversight for the Civilian Complaints Commission to investigate complaints against officers when there's excessive use of force. And we've seen, sadly, too many examples of that in our province. We hope that stops. And we formed the Alberta Hate Crime Coordination Unit to handle violence and threats directed at any vulnerable community. I do want to be clear that all of this is just a beginning. It's not an end. We know that there's much more to do to make Alberta a fair and equal home for everyone. And we're counting on the skills and knowledge of organizations like the Black North Initiative to help us. The Alberta Anti-Racism Advisory Council and the Premier's Council on Multiculturalism need your insight. So keep uh, on working for diversity and inclusion. Keep on highlighting barriers and keep reaching out to build networks of allies. Keep on doing what you do best. This province is motivated by a powerful belief in individual freedom. That belief leads us to respect the rights of others and a strong urge to find solutions when those rights are infringed. And any kind of racism is a devastating infringement on freedom. <clears throat> in exclusion in all its forms must end, and we must work collectively to ensure that every Albertan can exercise that freedom and have their rights respected. Our challenge is not only to heal the wounds of the past and present, but to prevent any others from forming in the future. And Alberta's government is taking concrete action. I'm glad to have the Black North Initiative adding to this strength and to help to answer that challenge. Thanks for having me here this evening. Thank you.